Did you guys know that at some point inside of training in the gym, that 90% of my trainees have been women at some point? Literally, if I stayed in the gym from 10 o'clock in the morning to 7 at night, nine times out of 10, I'd be training with women. I'd be training with wives, with aunties, with mothers, with sisters, with women. And that, for a long time, was the greatest majority of folks who had coaches inside the gym. Most of the time over the last 20 years, it's probably close to like 60-70%. But there are times where I had maybe one male trainee. Point is, I'm going to start focusing every Wednesday on addressing women's topics in the world of habit change, in the world of fighting, and bring them to you guys. It's Women Wednesday. Wednesdays is Women's Day on the Ego Killer Show. With me, Johan Francis. We're peeling back another layer of the human condition because we're looking for something golden within. It's in there. Sometimes we get stuck on a daily basis trying to get to the meat, to the gold, and that's why we give repeatable, actionable pieces of advice to keep it pushing for you guys over time right here on the Ego Killer Show. So thanks for joining me. And like I said, Wednesdays are Women's Days on the show. One of the coolest things that I read over the weekend, and I actually read it in passing and gave me the inspiration to do this Wednesday type show is that I saw that Amanda Serrano relinquished one of her belts in order to change something that I think we can all agree across the board is quite ridiculous, at least inside the world of boxing, something that just, at, especially in 2023, looks kind of foolish when you defend it. It's like, are we still out here defending <laughs> not evolving our minds? Like, are we trying to be like cavemen and just dummies still in 2020? There's technology everywhere. Literally, there's technology doing good and bad things in the world. There's cars that drive themselves. There's there's cars that are more computer than they are actually automobiles. And we're over here saying archaic bullshit. I don't understand it. So let me give you some background. All right, Amanda Serrano is a Puerto Rican boxer. She's like 41 and 1 maybe the last time I seen a record. So she has a ton of fights, a ton of experience, extremely skilled fighter. She's repping that NY over there. And she fought Katie Taylor who is probably pound for pound the best female fighter in recent memory honestly. Last year in one of the best fights you'll ever see. And what they did in the center of the ring, I just thought it was so cool, was they gave each other none but love before that fight started. Like, look at what we did right here. And you could even hear it. There's a, there is a fly-on-the-wall moment breaking that fourth wall when you heard that. It was pretty dope. But anyway, the fight was off the hook. Two contrasting styles, lots of blood being thrown. But since it was so high profile, one of the most interesting aspects of it was how Oh, we're not going 12 three-minute rounds. We're doing two-minute rounds. And even when you watch those two-minute rounds, they seem to fly by. All right? That's about a half hour worth of professional boxing. Right? With the men's game, it's a little bit longer, about 45 minutes. With the women's, it's about 30 minutes of boxing. And that's for a title fight. Right? That's for a title fight. I'm not even sure if they were always at 12 or if they did 10. 
point is this. Serrano recently defended her title. All of her titles. All right? This girl, this lady has more gold on her, right? She got more gold on her than, than just like just someone just all right, someone who has too many crowns in their teeth. All right? Let's just leave it at that. I was going somewhere else with that metaphor. But look, she has gold coming off the left arm, the right arm. She got one for each leg. She probably got one for each finger. So many championship belts. And she said, yo, I don't need this WBO. I still haven't remembered which one it is, WBO or WBC. She said, I don't need this one. You know why? Because Buddy's tripping. (laughs) The president of that organization decides that we need to make sure that women stay fighting two-minute rounds. We can't evolve at all. So if you never watched female uh, women's boxing or men's boxing, and you watch them both, the women's game is f- predicated on much more speed and athleticism almost all the way around. I'm not going to delve too deep in because I'll go out in the weeds. Like You won't hear from me. I'll just be talking boxing for another 25 minutes. Let me just say this. The reason is... The first way you win a fight is you just hit the other person more. You score more points. So to do that in two minutes, you best be throwing, right? You got to be throwing. And so the women's fight uh, boxing is a little bit more fast-paced. Even when you watch a heavy hitter like Clarissa T-Rex Shields bang, is fast-paced. So ultimately, it's a different version of boxing it's not super different but there are some differences if you watch too much boxing like like many of the people i know do all right so what you're seeing is kind of a different experience not a worse one not by any stretch but it's a different experience let me tell you about my experience all right one of the first times i'm not going to name any names but one of the first times i ever saw uh a woman taking on all comers. I went into the boxing gym right there. This is a long time ago. And there's a pretty popular Muay Thai fighter. But I guess she was just boxing at the time. Was inside this gym doing work. And she was talking to us. We were both standing there. Mouths agape. As she just brought on waves of dudes swinging on her. Round after round, she's sparring these guys. There's blood all over her chest. Uh, Not all over, but there's blood on her chest, on her face. And she's just got her chest out, chin up, taking them, swinging them things against men that weighed probably about at least 20 pounds more than her and loving every minute of it. That was the first time. I. This is many, many years ago. The women have no problem working that hard in the gym with other women, with other men, with whoever you throw at them. Some of these women, some of these fighters, you're just a fighter. I don't even have to put that, put the gender or the sex on it. You just fight. All right? You just fight. And so I believe personally that there ought to be no limitations. It's ridiculous to me because I took such a break. Women's boxing has been coming up a little bit more strong with terms of popularity lately. And as I'm watching it, I'm watching this and I'm like, yo, I would love to see another round of this because they're throwing. Why aren't we seeing another round? It's almost like um, a little shrinkflation for my boxing. 
Like, what is this shrinkflation? I'm paying that pay-per-view, right? I'm I'm giving you some of my viewership, my time, and you're 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 ganking this off me. You're taking some out of you're taking some chips out of my bag. You guys buy those huge bags of Lay's, only to find out it's like a quarter full, and most of it's air. It's like, what the hell is this? So you go out of your way to promote these phenomenal fighters, and then you take a round away from them. Why? Because you're afraid they're gonna have like go into labor like in the middle of the ring. Because they're not going to look pretty for the post-fight <laughs> thing, whatever. The post-talking uh, on the microphone with the suit guy f- <laughs> afterward. You know, it's there's no conceivable reason this should exist. So going back to today, what we have is Amanda Serrano being like, Nah, we need three. We need 12 threes. She got her way. She got her way. And at the same time she got her way, using her leverage, right, knowing that she's got value to offer and that if you want her value, she's thinking, if I, you want my value, you're going to do what I ask you to do or I'm going to take my value and go away from you and you're going to be without value now. <laughs> Your product's going to be worse. See how that works? This is called a power dynamic. And the power dynamic shifts when the person on top uses their voice for positive change, followed up with really, really confident, really appropriate action. That power dynamic swings, doesn't it? Like a grandfather clock, that thing swings. When you were meant to be the one calling the shots, and now the rabbit's got the gun. Only the rabbit could beat your ass too, right? Amanda Serrano said, Hey, dog, you're not going to support my moves. I'm taking, you can have this piece of leather back. I'm going to go somewhere else. Because here's the thing. All right, family, here's the thing. Hella other people are going to do this too. You already know that she didn't just do that for her, but she did it so that in the next Five years when there's a new champion at her weight class, whatever that weight class is, they're going to do the same thing. The next time Katie Taylor, number one pound for pound, has an issue with one of these cats, as humble as she is, as much as a sports woman as she is, she's going to be like, you forget. You forget. It ain't no fun when the rabbit's got the gun. I have the power. Your power dynamic that you built, you just lost it. Appropriately using our power for change. To change the dynamic for something favorable over time. This has been a very useful plight of these two women's energy and time. And I just want to finish by saying, what the hell? Because MMA, like... Listen, in an MMA fight, a mixed martial arts fight, you get elbow your opponent while they're on the ground. Ostensibly, it would be like taking a crowbar to someone's head if they were trying to take something from you. You can elbow people on the ground from the top position. Brutal. Brutal. And there are countless cases of women going to town on each other. And it's five-minute round just like the men, right? 
old boy's justification was that, yo, the tennis, tennis, you have shorter sets. Um, there's shorter time limits in various other activities and sports. There's lower rims. There's bigger balls. When you play softball, it's a bigger whatever it might be. We're not changing. And I'm saying in 2023, fool, why are you dying on the hill of troglodytic stupidness? Like, why are you – what is there to gain in 2020 not, – not even 10 years ago. Not even 10 years ago where this level of, like, just blind machismo, just ignorant, willful, dissonant, stupid ignorance might be respected by the powers that be. Have you – anyway, that's his bed to lie in. And uh, that's just sad. If you're, how does someone like that get that much power? Is what I'm also wondering. To where they're able to make the, nope. I'm in favor of regressive ideas. Regressive idea number one: two minutes is too long. Let's cut it back to 90 seconds. Number two: let's call it lady boxing instead of. I don't know, but what I am saying is, it is a beautiful thing. When we see the rabbit got the shotgun now, when we do see that the power dynamic is shifted for a number of reasons, the value that I see in myself and my abilities is not monetary. It's not monetary. It's all this other beautiful stuff. That's number one. Number two, I'm not just doing this for me. I'm doing it for me today, but I'm setting a precedent. That's right. A set of standardized, tessellated rules. That dictate future proceedings and endeavors and engagements that have to do with policy demands. Pretty much made up precedents, made up by the powers that be. But all of a sudden, wait a minute, you don't really have that power anymore, right? So now, just a little shift is going to be continental later on. We love to see that. And last, what we like to see too is we like to see using our voice for power, not being afraid to push forward. If you're like me, your mom, maybe even your aunt or your sister is a woman. Well, this is Woman's Wednesday and when we do this monologue right here. And this is the first of many. Make sure you guys go to the website, CoachYohanCSCS.com, for some free stuff. I have an ebook for you guys about jumpstarting your nutrition in case excuse me, in case you guys gotta get back on those goals right there. Goals are slipping. I know that. So Go ahead and learn something new about your nutrition, CoachYohanCSCS.com. Add your name to that list. It'll pop up right away, and then I'll send you that free ebook. Good value right there. It's a nice jump start for your nutrition. Get ready for my live. I'm going to do a live show in about two to four weeks. Two to four weeks, I'll be able to take some of your concerns and do one of these live uh, motivators 
right there on YouTube and on the platform and continue right there to listen to this ego killer. So I want to talk about using your voice. All right. So we just heard about how you guys just heard about one fighter managed to run using her, let her voice, right, to create leverage to inspire change. Right. Very important stuff. Over the years, I've talked with a lot of you and you're shifting relationships with those close to you. Some of those relationships caused you to be more active inside the gym. Some of those relationships you were working hard for working and training with me inside the gym. You were working to build them and strengthen and tighten those bonds by being more in shape to start a family. Maybe you had a mud run or one of those Spartan deals where you're going to go out and run and get all caked up in mud and have the Marines screaming in your face. I've done one of those. Um, and you're training with friends, trying to strengthen that bond. Other times you're trying to avoid the plight of your family dynamics because they let themselves go a little bit too long and you got to change that move, trying to feel better out here trying to live a little, bit, a little bit longer, more quality life. And so we need to really think a lot of the time about how, and I've heard you guys come up with struggles on what we're dealing with when we talk about the relationships in our life. Most of it has to do with who's working with you guys. A lot of the times who's working with you or who's not working with you bothers you. It leaves you awake at night. And so it's always important that we find a way to do that. Now, this might be other dartboard material, right? We're building up stuff we could put on our dartboards. So anytime we forget, what was Ego Killer about? What was the monologue about today? You could take that dart and just fling it at the board and you'll be like, okay, it was get to bed early, work out, be tougher. And how about this? Boundaries are silly important. Silly, silly important. Never have there ever been a case for you not tightening up what we call or what is called boundaries inside of your daily, weekly life right there because they lead to all this other good stuff. All right, let's talk about it real quick. We could, we could, we could talk about the fear that we might build up and having real conversations, all right, real conversations. We have to change the habits within relationships because we need to collaborate. Sometimes when we're working at the job site, you guys need to network with each other. You need to build relationships with strangers, with people from other parts of the country that you don't really know. You got to build those relationships right quick. People that have different backgrounds than you, you got to kind of show them the ropes. You need mentors. You need people that will teach you things. We need coaches. That'll teach us some stuff. And so we have to kind of, we want to keep a favorable relationship with those folks. We want to resolve conflict. Sometimes somebody gets underneath that skin. And then the worst thing you could do is let them continue to do that. One of the, in fact, one of the worst things you could do is like pretend like you're not, your skin isn't bubbling. No, I'm good. It's going to bear down and power through that. That's the worst thing you could actually do. And I see you guys do it quite a bit. Remember to tighten up those boundaries like those like those shoelaces, right? Like those shoelaces, you're going for a hike. Right before you step on that dirt, tighten up those boundaries and shoelaces. You got to build trust. You want to move up in your career, all that. 
It's important. We need to be in a space where our relationships are building. So we have to have a means to change the narrative with our voice and break that silence. All right. Could be a friendship, could be romantic, but we need to tighten up our relationships in general. And I hear you guys wanting to do that over time. One thing that we want to address is boundaries, staying open with our communication. I know that for me, when I feel like I need to tell you guys something about the way that you've chosen to work out recently, I need to at least, my butt cheeks, they got to pucker up so that you guys can really feel the pangs of change. And what I mean is, if I'm not willing to have an uncomfortable opening to a conversation with you, I'm not there to really, I'm not helping you. I am not helping you. The reason I bring this up is because I want you guys to understand that if you're not willing to at least have your cheeks pucker up when you think about how you're going to address a situation, maybe one of your friends is out doing the most Monday through Friday, or they're suffering, we can talk about the fear of having a friend maybe that tells a secret about you. Maybe they don't have your best interests at heart, right? Maybe you don't want to be alone, so you're really clingy with that friend. Maybe you don't want to lose the connection. Losing that connection would be horrible for you. So you ignore that there's a one-sided effort with your friendships. Pretty tough to bear when you keep doling out that advice, keep texting, right? And nothing going on. It ain't like, you know, your, your homies or homegirls started, you know, they're not out here starting a family. They're not out there doing that that 50 pound weight loss challenge they just don't text back and it's even worse some of you guys some of you apple users you can see when people text and read your stuff man no if you see someone read your stuff and just doesn't reply to you like this is when we're gonna walk away and we're also gonna get into that when is the time to walk away bringing that stuff forward is all bad same thing in like your uh, love life, right? Being afraid of rejection. Losing love, right? Right? Not being compatible with that person. The idea that there's someone else better for you out there, which I never thought made sense. Because it doesn't matter. But maybe you guys feel that way. So we don't have the, you know, we're not, we're not, you know, lighting up those sheets every night. <laughs> we're not having healthy dynamics. Our communication is horrible. What about at the job site? We're fearing retaliation for maybe telling the upper brass that that idea didn't really come from old girl over there. She stole your stuff. And then you went ahead and said, "Uh uh-uh. This is where it really came from. Now you fear retaliation. Maybe your job is kind of holding you in a very boring holding pattern. All of these things. So you forget. That there is dissatisfaction going on. That you're really getting down about it. We could talk about this. We could talk about the fact that poor friendships. 42 people, according to the University of Oxford, feel lonely. Inside of friendships, 
right, inside of friendships because maybe they're doling out too much. All right, let me know in those comments if you ever been in a one-sided friendship. All right. A study published in the Journal of Marriage and Family said the divorce rate is 50-50. What are we doing to lose that connection so quickly? How come it's hard to maintain it? Being in a toxic work environment, right? Gallup says that, excuse me, 85% of employees are not engaged or actively disengaged, probably on that meta. Well, excuse me, no, probably on that TikTok, right? <laughs> Indicating widespread dissatisfaction. All right, we got to make sure that we're establishing boundaries and open communication. That's pretty much it. Add that to the dartboard. Setting boundaries is key. Knowing when people can talk to you and hit you up and then giving them a little bit of, nah, that ain't even, not in my job description. Literally telling people I'm setting boundaries is infinitely more heavy handed and potentially awkward and a thousand times more healthy than not setting any boundaries or sending, setting blurry ones. Say it again. Having an awkward hammer drop, circuitous, I'm trying to set better boundaries for myself so I'm not really trying to meet up with you at the bar to talk about our project type conversation is lands like a lead freaking balloon, lands like a hot fart in a cold room, right? This is an infinitely better strategy than not having boundaries set for yourself and letting others walk all over you. It never pans out. You're being nice. Cool. You're trying to update that Peter St. Peter's guidebook to let you in the pearly gate someday, right? You're trying to update that thing. You're trying to swipe up and refresh. Oh, I did a good deed. I let this fool talk my ear off <laughs> about his personal life when we're supposed to be over here networking with some new clients. Guess what? Refresh. I'm on that pearly gates list. Can't can't deny me when those pearly gates happen, right? But really, you're making it impossible to lead and to do what? Open communication. You're never going to be able to have an honest conversation around with poor boundaries. And we need to know in all cases walking away is absolutely the is absolutely um okay when we have toxic environments right when we have toxic environments when we brought up these things because we set our boundary open our mouth we got to talking and then they're like nah you still have to box two minutes per round and that's even a lot for you chuck them up turn around and be like you like to you'd like to see me leave you hate to see me go you're gonna like watching me leave chuck them up and leave that's when to get out. Another time when you're not growing, when there's no opportunities for growth. I've had that certainly a situation where I had to leave as head strength coach at a place because there was no sign of growth. It was very tough because I was really dialed in. I had grown my own program. I was posting all the time, building up my little audience, my little base. It was fun. I had a great time. I had access to great equipment. I had access to a fight gym, potentially some fighters. Had to walk away from that thing. Because there was no growth happening right there. And lastly, ethical concerns. Not a not a concern at that gym at all was the ethics. I mean, 
nah, we were Bay Area moving in there. Everybody was everyone. It was great. But for you guys, think about your ethical concerns. That's setting, again, that goes back to your boundaries. So that's when you guys got to chuck them up and walk away and never be afraid to. I feel like part of us always has to be ready to make that move. You guys don't like thinking about that. I see too many times you guys get very comfortable in the position that you're in. And being very comfortable in the position that you're in is fine. But you begin to lose that spontaneity, the energy that you have, right? I told you guys about Marisol who would run around the block and she'd run around the block and, hey, there's Fluffy the dog and my neighbor. And then she'd keep going and look down at her watch. It'd be 25 minutes and, hey, there's Fluffy again. Keep going. And how bored she was of her daily routine and fitness. She was one of those folks that was really at the wit's end with her job. Same thing, day in, day out. Obviously, she's not. I doubt that she's going to be over there. I'm sure she already made her 401k stack to the ceiling. I'm pretty sure that the minute she's figuring out that the sabbatical is going to last more than a year, she's ghost. <laughs> but nonetheless, those are the things. All right. So we have to make sure when we think about harming, when we think about having poor values, a lack of respect, unhappiness, and all of that starts to mix up and mess with our self-care, that's when you guys are going to end up seeing folks like me. And coaches, trainers like myself are going to explain and implore you, you got to get right again. Get back into that place where you feel like you're able to make moves and shift into something a lot better for you, all right? And not let using your voice for communication and change inside of a mostly toxic environment. That's what we want to do. Let me know. Let me know. All right, what was it again? Let me know, you guys, what type of one-sided relationship you've been in co-workers at work have you ever been inside one all right cool don't forget collect your free stuff already i have too much of it <laughs> not really it's all digital so i don't have too many of too many ebook copies if it was paperback though i'd just probably have to mail them to you or something but come and claim your stuff johan Fran or sorry coach johan cscs dot com look out for the lives try that out my friends Strength your relationships going forward. I'll talk to you on the next one. Stay all the way up.